I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh my gosh, it's the Monday Experience. Thank you for joining me here. Have you ever been around someone who just can't seem to make a decision at all? Maybe that's you. Oh my gosh. Today, I want to talk about making a fracking decision and how doing so will not only make your life a whole heck of a lot easier. I'm serious about this, but it will seriously make you happier and it will give you tremendous amounts of peace. Let's rock it. So I'm the real Brian, you know that, and this this is one of those things that I got to tell you, it kind of gets on my nerves a little bit is when people can't make decisions, uh, and I understand why. So I, I'm not I'm not criticizing people who can't make decisions, uh, I, because I know why that is the case. I know why people struggle and they hem and haw and they get stuck. I get it, but I also I think why it, it frustrates me so much is because you know it, it affects people around. You know, so for example, if you're somebody who, or if I'm somebody, right? If I'm somebody who can't make a decision, it affects the people around me. But it also really affects me, and I see how it hurts other people a lot. And not to mention, it just creates stress and fear and all kinds of other problems. And I hate, hate seeing that in other people. I don't like people to experience the negative things in life. So I am saying this not out of a judgment or a criticism. I'm saying this out of, I am trying to give you freedom. (laughs) I'm serious about this, but it is interesting how we learn these things, you know, through experience and observing others and that kind of thing. When I was younger was somebody who made decisions quickly. I didn't really think about them a lot. I mean, there were of course, bigger decisions that, you know, you have to think about a little bit and make sure that you're making a wise decision. And I get that. Um, But you know, I, I just used to make really quick decisions until I started hanging around people who never knew how to make decisions. They, they didn't make decisions or it took them forever. And I know a lot of this has to do with personality, right? Somebody who is more impulsive will make faster decisions than someone who is a little bit more analytical by nature. And I completely understand that. But here's the thing. The analytical person needs to make the decision rather than getting stuck in the paralysis by analysis. When I did profit cast, I heard from so many people who would sit there and say, well, I'm thinking about starting a podcast or I'm thinking about doing this or I'm, you know, deciding whether or not I should fill in the blank. Right. And I would continue to hear from these people for a year, longer than a year, maybe even two years that they were still in that same exact place. Now, I cannot imagine in any world or any parallel earth for that matter, that that is healthy. And I don't think that person probably is enjoying being in, in that place. But for some reason, we get stuck there, right? So the analytical person needs to make the decision rather than getting stuck. But the impulsive person needs to probably step back sometimes and ensure that the decision that they're making is thought through enough and that it's a wise one. So as I mentioned, I was a quick decision maker for the most part. And then I started to be surrounded by people who were slow or even non-decision makers. And guess what happened to me? Yep. I started slowing down on my decision making. And sometimes even putting off decisions. 
I would seriously, I mean, my person, this is not my personality, but I would hem and haw about the simplest things that don't even really matter in the long run. And so therefore I truly was the sum of the five people surrounding me. Recently, I have since returned to my faster decision-making personality because that's who I am. And that's me going, no, I'm not going to be influenced by something that's not who I am. So that's good. But that experience really helped me to understand a few things. Slowing down to make a good decision. I mean, that's a good idea. Sometimes you do need to kind of say, hold on, let me think this through just a little bit. But make a decision, right? Make a decision, period. Choose the path of that decision. Commit to it and don't look back. And with that said, you will therefore have less and maybe even no regrets. How many of us or how many times have you heard from somebody, people have regrets? You know what? Sometimes just making the decision and saying, you know what? I don't know. This is the best decision that I know right now based on the knowledge that I have, the experience, the wisdom, everything. This is it. This is all I know what to do, but I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to move forward. And you know what? Here's the thing. Guess what? What if it's the wrong decision? Pivot. Course correct. Learn from the mistakes. Who cares if you fail? Move on, right? But make the decision. It's okay if you mess up. It's okay if you fail. Just make the decision and move on and don't have any regrets. That is probably one of the biggest things that I hear from people that I see plague them is regrets. When you get stuck not making a decision, it really truly ends up consuming you. It hangs over your head. It causes undue stress, fear, etc. Nothing good. Making slow, drawn-out decisions or no decisions at all also, and I mentioned this earlier, really negatively affects the people around you. And on the other hand, impulsively making stupid or wrong decisions can also hurt you and those around you. Now, this one, this one's huge, and I'll talk about this in a second. Ask yourself, is this a heck yes? And with that, knowing when to say no to things so that you don't get overwhelmed, overloaded, stressed out. This was a huge game changer for me, seriously. The idea of, is this a heck yes? And if I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely, this is a heck yes, then yes, go do it. Make that decision. And if it's like, well, uh, I don't know. Is it a heck yes? Uh, Well, let me think. No, it's not. If it's not heck yes, then it's a no. That you can use for probably most of this, most of the decisions that you make in your life. It can change your decision making immensely. So it's like, is it a heck yes? Then rock it. Go for it. If it's not, if you have to think about it and well, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Well, then just say no. Simple. Sometimes though, I understand this, right? Sometimes there are bigger decisions that heck yes might be a little bit more complicated, but it should still be relatively simple. Yes, it may require further how-to aspects. You might have to research a little bit more about it to make sure that it's going to happen correctly, right? And that's cool. That makes sense. But a heck yes is a very simple way to look at many, many, many things. Trying to convince yourself of it being a yes when it's not a heck yes, it can truly be a nightmare. And it can actually lead you to saying yes to things that you shouldn't or never making a decision at all and shoving it under the rug and hoping it goes away. Most decisions are made in seconds or even faster. In fact, half the time, we don't even know we're making decisions. We just do it. But then there are those decisions that require us, of course, to make a more thoughtful choice. And even then, though, most smaller decisions should be made in about a minute or less. And I mean, we're talking small and simple decisions like, do you want to go see that movie or do you want to? Go out and eat that food or, you know, do something simple, right? Then there's like medium decisions. You need to think about it a little bit more, but that should still be made within about an hour. Then there's bigger decisions. These are like 48 hour type of decisions. You know, like if you're buying a car or a house or something like that. Now, granted, I understand you may like, for example, if you're going to buy a car, 
you might need to, in fact, I would highly recommend doing some research. Is this a good car? Is it safe? Is it reliable? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So you may need to do some research and then, of course, test drive, see if it's comfortable. Make sure it's a good fit. That's not a decision-making process. That is a research gathering time. But then the decision should be made within about that 48 hours once you've narrowed it down. Then, of course, there's even larger decisions that can be completely life-changing. Take your time on that. That could be something like getting married, for example. That's a big commitment, right? So take time on those kind of decisions. Why am I bringing all this up? Because I'm trying to simplify my life and my brain space. And I've talked about that recently. And part of that process has been to make better decisions faster. Asking myself, is it a heck yes or not? Committing to them, not looking back, course correcting along the way, learning from mistakes, having no regrets. That's what I've been really trying to do and move forward in my life. So here are five things that I'm implementing right now. And uh, you can do the same thing as well. Number one, start asking, is it a heck yes when you're making decisions? Number two, commit to making that decision and then commit to that decision. No more hemming and hawing. Three, set a deadline to have that decision made for bigger decisions. Number four, think about a plan B or what's the quote worst that can happen if the ideal decision doesn't work out. Don't let fear get the best of you. Number five, have no regrets. Once again, no Wednesday interview this week, as I mentioned last week. So we will be jumping straight to Friday and we're going to have some fun again because, hey, Fridays are fun. That's where we're at. So join me on Friday. Go to realbryanshow.com, of course. Love to hear from you. And I always welcome your thoughts and your comments about the episodes. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I am The Real Brian signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.